0: Hello. I'm on a bye week and I'm already sloppy. Well, hello, and welcome to a bye week edition of the HLS Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rear. You can call me text And as always, you can subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast feeds at. Join us over on Discord. That is our live chat channel, herloulsons.com, slash Discord. Keep up with the conversation. You can always find us at our home on HerLoyalsons.com. And, of course, you can join us live here on twitch.tv,
1: slash Shane, how was your bye week? The most bye. I didn't watch any football. I took it completely off.
0: <laughs> and I, uh, I watched loads of football. I was uh, in charge of the baby, but uh, able to watch a lot of football. And, and th- it, it, was, it was a very, very nice break uh, because Cheeseburger Week came in handy yeah. once again. Uh, because, Shane, even though you may not have watched the games live, I know you full well know what happened.
1: <laughs> oh do i know <laughs> I, I i sure purdue know
0: what happened <laughs> oh yes it was a great bye week a uh, nice relaxing one and it's weird shame because we only had two upsets in the top 25 one of them a top five upset and we could say because of all the blood week that happened
1: last week well it was a boring week uh, i mean relatively speaking yes <laughs> but yeah i mean it started to feel like you remember, it, it, it's one of those things where we have Blood Week every, every year, right? Like, that's just kind of like the tradition that mm-hmm. we know it's coming. But then there's those weird years like 2007 where we had like three or four, you know? We haven't had two, but we, we've kind of had like one and a half now total. Yeah, So it's starting to feel like we could maybe get another one. Who knows?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, next week, I, w- I was looking at a lot of future schedules because really a lot of this show mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of forward-looking because, I mean, right. the, the games, there's very little to talk about, at least in my opinion, of, of what happened. You know, yeah. things were pretty cut and dry uh, across the board. There really wasn't, yeah. like, incredibly shocking storylines. But, I mean, I was doing a lot of forward-looking. It was like, okay, well, who's playing who next? I mean, a lot of top teams are off next week. Yeah, Ohio State's off. Uh, their next game's against Nebraska, which could be interesting. Uh, alabama's off lsu's off so a lot of those teams that we're going to talk about in the playoff discussion uh i don't i think clemson just said their buy, so i think they got another game to play so we'll go through all this we'll talk about it but i have a feeling next week just by default is going to be calm because of how many people just have off in general
1: yeah they're risking the, the teams with shit to lose aren't even going to be participating yeah. So, yeah
0: well except for notre dame you know That's does anything fact. weird happen in navy week
1: yeah especially on on neutral site games hmm. yeah
0: all the way this will be west coast trip one of two oh shit i i want to eventually i i should have like a spreadsheet up of miles traveled for the top teams yeah. in the country <laughs> because uh, i know who's going to be on top of that uh with no problem yeah. all right well that's enough intro to this let's go ahead let's start talking about the scores and of course we're gonna start up with uh, man. This one was a lot of fun. I guess this is appropriate right now, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was the craziest of trains. Yes, it was. It was absolutely awesome watching was- this game. And you know, game day, which we should. mention we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about college game day out in the Palouse when we get to that game. But yeah. they highlighted a gentleman named Tyler Trent, who yep. is cur- currently terminal with cancer had it in remission when right before he went to Purdue. And man, watching that entire segment, I mean, one, that's a parent's worst nightmare. Yeah. Two, when I saw that, and I'm like, and hes this was the only game he wanted to make sure he went to this season because mm-hmm. he's in hospice care in his early 20s.
1: Yeah, that's, that's end of life stuff. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, and when they said he was full go and he was making out to this game, I was like, oh, holy shit. I mean, this is like Purdue by a
1: million type situation right here. Yeah I mean and and it was and just like they said it was the Purdue University <laughs> showing up and I, I mean it was if uh, I didn't I mean I watched the highlights but like you could just you could tell like even watching the the cuts the cut up of the game that it felt like Purdue was actively uh, letting go of some stuff you know like yeah, they were that, finally um, just pulling out the uh, just from all of us the emotions the school the unity let's just dump it out on this on this Ohio on the Ohio State University
0: yeah it was it was a lot of fun to watch your final score Purdue 49 Ohio State 20 and man I can actually say of the score not as the game was not as close as the score indicates oh I mean Purdue just came out on fire and I tell you what I've I've, and last year you know I gave you shit for it is be when we were talking about teams we're keeping an eye on you said Purdue because of Braum and I tell you what he made himself some money last night. He is yeah. on now everybody's short list yeah. of head coaching hires, because I, I said he was going to throw the kitchen sink. He's going to throw the plumbing do out the drywall that the sink was originally attached to, too. <laughs> to the foundation, madam. And, and it wasn't like he, it, it wasn't necessarily that it was the only way he was going to score on Ohio state. He found the right spots to keep them off balance starting at the very beginning of the game where it looked like they were going to settle for a field goal. And instead they fake it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're running end arounds, They're running flea flickers. They're just, they're doing everything they can because they, and really it wasn't so much that it was trickeration. It was the, the name of the game was to keep Ohio state guessing with misdirection. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do when you face a defense that is supposed to be a lot more talented than your offense. And that just really didn't play out. Purdue had this one in hand. Ohio State set a record for passing attempts and completions in a game. They had more passing attempts and rushing yards in this one, (laughs) 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 which I cannot believe. Purdue came to play and hat tip to Purdue as well. Not just for the whole uh, uh, Trent thing, but Tyler Trent, but also they had a strobe light effect ready for their stadium, and fireworks ready to go as soon as the clock hit
1: zero. Yeah, man. Like, they, they essentially went around and said, All right, okay, guys, prepare for this straight up W. We're about to fuck their shit up. It was great. It was beautiful. It was so good. I mean, it was, it was ballsy, but it was also like, just that he, he gave so few fucks. Sad trombone just- <laughs> sound for the Ohio State University. <laughs> <laughs> plomp, plomp. Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, uh, man, it was
0: great. It was awesome. Oh, it was it was absolutely fantastic. A lot of fun to watch. Um uh, <clears throat> and and if, the best part about it was when well, my wife watches college football outside in Notre Dame. You know, she really doesn't ask why is this of interest because she knows I will watch the most random shit. So yep. she knows that the answer could be, well, I'm watching it because it's on. So <laughs> she's sitting here watching this. And she is just laughing with me at Ohio State because it was so bad. The pick six at the end of the game and Urban Meyer just sitting here looking like, why does this happen to me? And I'm just sitting back here cackling, karma, bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why it happens to you.
0: He was—he surrendered Cobra on the sideline. That was the best. He did surrender Cobra. It, uh, was, it was amazing. It was a lot of fun to watch. And this very likely will end up by default putting Notre Dame up into the top three in the nation so they should be number three unless you're kirk herbstreit but we'll talk about that a little later
1: yeah i think lsu but <laughs> okay <laughs> all
0: right well the other upset let's go ahead and talk about it over on the palouse out in pullman washington state 34 oregon 20 and this entire environment and, and again yeah. it had to feel like this this had to happen yeah and the reason i'm saying it's like it had to happen It's because that crowd at game day, dude, (laughs) they, they, they didn't sleep like at all. And that that's worth mentioning because not only were they camping out the day before pre-gaming the night before, basically staying loud and drunk as shit the entire time. Yep. Um, then they, all they do is they go in and, uh, Keep it going throughout the entire night.
1: Yeah and, and Pullman was lit. Up, yeah. and straight up boat race, Oregon. I mean, it was like, it was away from them early 24, nothing at the half. Yes. 24. 24- <laughs> yeah, and 34,
0: 20, the final. And it was, you know, it was like, Oh, wazoo. Don't do it. Don't let them come back. Don't let them come no. back. But oh, man. The, they got them. They did. They got him. They got him really good. Uh, and, and it's hilarious because now <laughs> the pack 12 situation is beautiful. Yeah, because basically we are now at the point to where any outside chance of a playoff is now solely dependent on Mike
1: Leach on Mike Leach, allowing, allowing himself the interest (laughs) to climb up the ladder and win the division. Absolutely. I mean, it's
0: incredible. I, I was... Oh, this was a lot of fun to watch as well. I actually kind of tuned out a little bit and uh, flipped back over to a couple other games that were going on at the same time because
1: yeah. it was not interesting after a while. I mean, Oregon went into Pullman and just got sacrificed at the altar. Like, the poor bastards had never stood a chance. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it's that, you, you, you walk into that environment and you try to challenge what has essentially been 15 years in the making, an entire town that has shut down and essentially... <laughs> <laughs> just become a, sh- a drunken a drunken mess. Like, y- y- you, ha- you can't expect to come into a place like that that's been waiting for something like that for 15 years to the point where, like, clearly the entire town has adjusted how it's going to operate for the next week and expect to walk away with a win. You just went in there to get murdered.
0: It was, and, and the thing that was incredible is Shane is dead on about the entire town changing how yeah. they operate. They had a welcoming party ready. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it was like... It, it was like Washington state had just won a championship and they were welcoming them into town. They had yeah. people waiting for the game day buses yeah. to set up. They organized multiple different things ar- around the game day set. They had not only old crimson all over the place flying yeah. like crazy. They had hundreds of wazoo flags. They also had an entire section that was dedicated to the flag of every single campus that old crimson had flown on. Yeah, they gave that guy a plaque with the original old crimson signed by the game day crew. They had they had an RV section set up. (laughs) They're singing the songs coming back from the break. They had cell phones out. This was so coordinated. Everybody was so ready for this. And I tell you what, it's it's one of the things rakes hit it dead on the head. It's like this is why college football was great, because for an entire weekend, the biggest storylines were centered around rest Lafayette, Louisiana and Pullman, Washington. Hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, where else can you get that? You you can't. And it was it was such a great environment. It was absolutely unbelievable. And I'm really happy that Wazoo was able to pull it out. And and Leach did some Leach things, including a weird ass formation from the first touchdown, where the center <laughs> side snaps it from the opposite yeah. one opposite hash to the other. And the best yeah. part was the play was meant because the rest of the offensive line was over on the the opposite hash from the center. So mm-hmm. everybody's all the way there. That's where the play was going. Running back sees that it's clogged,
1: bounces it to the outside, where now nobody's at, and scores nobody's easily. At. That was actually a play that was run earlier in the year. Yep. Uh, I forget which team started it, but that was a play that essentially worked. It, it, it's like the Philly Philly right now. It's, it's, it's one of those other plays that defensive coordinators kind of forget to check for all the time, you know? <laughs> uh, and it, it's been working. And, of course, Mike Leach being Mike Leach, he's like, yeah, let's fuck him up. Let's do some weird shit. Why not? yeah so uh, oh,
0: it is funny because like pre because michael leach had some very unfortunate conspiracy laden tweets, everybody yep. was expecting wazoo to suck, and now the pirate's got alligator blood ma'am he's sticking around he's sticking around wazoo for a little bit longer there's there's no doubt in my mind I mean, at this point, they can't fire him he's the best thing they've got <laughs> I know you can't he's the best thing they've <laughs> ever had. Yeah. Okay, well, we're we're going to get a lot of these are going to be quick-ish, and the first yep. score you see up, you'll see why, because what else can we say about Alabama at this point? 58-21, your final,
1: an easy cover on the 29, I can't believe I'm saying this. For once, but again, it's Tennessee, <laughs> like, you know, if you're going to get the therapy of covering back, you know, back to your covering ways, it's probably against Tennessee right now. So, uh-huh. at halftime, Shane, sorry to cut you
0: off, at halftime in this game, Pruitt did a little interview, and... Uh, it wasn't on air. The sideline reporter was relaying it They're saying, you know, what did you tell your team? Is like, well, we got a couple guys playing and doing this right. And I promised them all I would recruit 25 people doing it right next year. So this never happens to us again. Wow.
1: <laughs> 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 just straight up, like, enjoy your roster spots while you got them, bitches. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we've lost this game. Fuck y'all. We're done. Wow. I wow.
0: mean, just... An absolute ass whipping to Attack of Aloa. Again, looks like a video game cheat code out uh, there. Has he played a fourth quarter yet? I don't think he has. No, he didn't so. in this one either. And Jalen Hurts came in and and really the CBS is talking about, well, he's trying to become a better passer and this, that. <laughs> like they're struggling <laughs> to make it entertaining. And these games are fun to watch only from the I mean, it's just this lethal, I I made the comparison before, but it really is true. It's this lethal NCAA video game dynasty that's in year 10. And you're always playing your backups and you're just running
1: up the score like it's no problem at all. That's where Alabama's at. There's nothing. I, I just, it's just one of those things where you're just like, we, we, we let, we're going to have all these conversations and there's going to be all this prognostication about the playoff, but ultimately you have to remember it doesn't really matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only <laughs> thing that seems to matter. And in the, in the talk is, is uh, trying to avoid
1: Alabama, but folks yeah, who's going to get to the final game, basically Wh- who's going to survive long enough to stand in front of them and die at the end.
0: And, and I will tell you what folks with as weird as college football is, I'm not saying I'm expecting Alabama to lose because I don't, but just because college football is a weird sport, be careful about even that pronoxication. because you if you sit know. there and pin your hopes on being two or three and then Alabama drops one and ends up being two or three. Yeah, just Jeez. just just <laughs> don't do that to yourself. Just just look to be in the top four and, and yeah. just settle there. That's that's enough for that's more than enough for looking Let, as it, it is. has to
1: be. Let it be enough. <laughs> All right,
0: folks, I freaking told you so. Yep, 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 yep. Number three, Clemson, 41. Number 16, NC State. Hope you enjoyed your cup of coffee as an undefeated because, ooh, they just got stomped. I mean, Clemson, uh, they look like Alabama on the first drive. They went yeah. immediately down the field, scored. NC State was shell-shot. Clemson got the ball, scored again.
1: And it was over. It was over from drive one. And Yeah, it's it's like, it's you know, yeah. NC State should have stayed on their bye week because essentially <laughs> they might as well have not showed up. <laughs> Um, Yeah, uh, Clemson essentially turned them around and said, yeah, no, you're not not here. Sorry, you're the wrong establishment. Sorry. No, this isn't we we don't sell that here. Yeah, it was Um, it was a beat down. Just just about it. It was one of those weeks where where there wasn't a lot at stake for a lot of people, but there was enough to sift through the noise. And this is a game that sifted through the noise that helped. Like, I understand that NC State wasn't undefeated. Now we can stop talking about that and let them go back to being whatever. You know what I mean? So now we can focus. You can pare it down to, like, a a selection of eight or nine teams to keep keep tabs on now. Yes, absolutely. So,
0: speaking of one of those teams to keep an eye on, Mm -hmm. LSU and Mississippi State. Mississippi State, again, finding their way into the top 25. Not sure why, but... yeah. <laughs> and yeah. this is why i w- wasn't sure why i really thought this game was going to be a little bit closer but uh Fitzgerald could, literally could not pass if he threw the ball yep. it was an interception that's basically yeah. what happened lsu yeah, 19 <clears throat> excuse me mississippi state three now the big story though and i'm going to bring this up in here was there was a targeting call mm-hmm. and we're going to bring this up here try to make it a little bit bigger so we can see it all right so Now, this targeting call was huge because it happened in the fourth quarter. And because it happened in the fourth quarter, this means that Devin White, arguably LSU's best defender, is Mm -hmm. out for the first half. Both LSU and Bama are on a bye, but uh, he will now be out for the entire first half of Alabama. And I I tell you what, we got this playing on the stream right now, Shane. I struggle to see where the targeting happened because he pushed him down.
1: He. Okay. So the, the, the play is Nick Fitzgerald releases a pass. The pass is well along the way. So you would imagine that if anything, he's going to get maybe a, a little bit of a rough in the passer, right? Because it's about a second delay between when the ball's gone and he makes contact with the quarterback. The problem is that he makes contact with the quarterback's number, like literally the number seven with his flat palms. He doesn't throw his head at his at his upper body. He doesn't hit him in the helmet in any way. He literally just pushes him down by the numbers and they call it targeting. And it's like, this is not fucking targeting. It's objectively not targeting. Yeah. Flatly.
0: And it's hard to see on this angle uh, because Fitzgerald's head kind of, you know, takes a jerk. So I'm not sure if there was contact at the head or if he was just bracing himself for a hit, but either way at worst, you could say face mask to face mask got hit at the yeah. very end of it when he pushed him down. But Maybe. that's also not targeting. Not it's not targeting. It's not forcible contact to the head. It's not leading with the crown of the helmet, which is usually the the thing that you can see clearly in these cases. So it's weird that we have a story of a Pac-12 official overruling a targeting. and, And we mentioned it's like, where is this other shit going on? Not saying we have the exact same situation here because there is like an SEC review booth. But it's interesting to note where that review booth is located. And it's located
1: in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. I mean, and, and first of all, if it was called on the field, that's one thing, right? The quick eye test, maybe he got the wrong and, and angle. It, it
0: was, it was, it was called on the field, but they didn't overturn it,
1: it. <laughs> and upheld it. Listen, y'all, Birmingham motherfuckers, there's some, some shady shit going on. I'm just saying, like, we're, we're not, we're not going to say, we're not going to go conspiracy because we're not Kool Aid drinkers and we don't wear tin hats yet, <laughs> but. We have all been, in the past year, we've all been damaged enough now to question authority when it seems to be doing shit in weird ways. Yes. And now it's starting to feel like, ah, this is kind of, i do not we can't assume anything, but I, there's, there's dots that could very well be connected. I don't know, just very weird. Yeah,
0: it's, it's extremely weird, and you hope that with the bye week coming up here for both teams, that the SEC does the right thing and Mm -hmm. ends up overturning this because, I mean, look, it didn't matter. It didn't, as far as the penalty, look, it didn't affect the game at all. It was late. You know, Mississippi State was not coming back. It was literally like, well, shit. Now the heart and soul of the defense is gone for the entire first half of the biggest game of the year. So that's the problem. Yeah, that's, that's where they, and if LSU is going to do the unthinkable, (laughs) they are going to need all hands and a half on deck. So they're already at a huge disadvantage to the Alabama death machine right now. All right. Well, speaking of not pretty this entire game. Yeah. Mich- uh. Number six, Michigan 21, Michigan state seven. And this game was borderline unwatchable for about 50 some odd minutes of it because both of these teams were playing just God awful football. It looks so bad. And yeah. Both teams, it looked like they wanted to assault the idea of scoring an offense throughout the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan State in this one does not even gain 100 yards. The way they got their touchdown was it started raining. Michigan looked like they were going to do their hardball classic. They cough up the football. Then Michigan State runs a modified Philly special with a throwback to the quarterback after a reverse, and they get their touchdown, and it's tied 7-7. It stays like that for a long time. Finally, Shea Patterson hits a deep bomb. And then that was basically all she wrote. Michigan State cannot get off the ground afterwards. Michigan did not screw it up. So, there you have it. Now, all of a sudden, Michigan State uh, is, well, no, Michigan rather, uh, actually has a shot at making the Big Ten title game. But I tell you what, I am still not impressed for what I saw for them. But,
1: man, the Big Ten in general, just what in the hell is going on right now? So, it's like... It's like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 had an agreement to like not participate this year. You know, like they. I mean, I under, I understand that Michigan is still very mathematically in the race and all that shit, but they just don't. There's just nothing impressive about them. I mean, essentially, I, I get. I, I understand that their 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 defense is objectively a powerhouse defense. That just that hasn't changed. The fact that Notre Dame beat them doesn't change that because Notre Dame really only beat them by a touchdown and with the magic of Brandon Wimbush. But they haven't done anything on offense, and Shea Patterson hasn't done anything to solve that problem. Um, so I, I, I suspect that, that defense can only carry you so far. I mean, at a certain point, A, your luck will run out, and B, at a certain point, you'll just get exposed. There's going to be a hole, there's going to be an offense, a, a, a level of, of offense that you're going to face that will have the formula that either Notre Dame figured out and, and they managed to replicate, or they, or they expanded on. And they found a way to continue to keep them off balance, but yeah i don't I, I, I but this game was just depressing because I mean Michigan got away with their bullshit, you know, their stupid stuff <laughs> in the field at the beginning of blah, blah blah, um and Michigan state, you know at home you you would have expected them to do some things, but actually michigan's Michigan has won it was two and two in this series, and the only two that they had won were were at Michigan state, yeah. so um but yeah, now it, is, it just doesn't feel anything like anything's really uh gelled in the in the big 10 and maybe that's maybe that's the way to phrase it
0: yeah and actually on here did michigan state a disservice they were ranked in this game so michigan has finally beat a ranked team on the road again i think this has more to do with they're just trying to figure out where the rest of the top 25 is and michigan state happened to fall into there uh but i mean also in this one you know dino points out that michigan fans are calling this their revenge tour which is funny because when the tour bus <laughs> yeah. when the tour bus stopped in the South Bend, it didn't look like the tour was going to get off the ground. But no, like the, the the SB Nation side is literally selling a shirt that has this, yeah. that has it as Revenge Tour, and it still has the Notre Dame date on it as a Revenge Tour. Yes, <laughs> and it also has the Big Ten title game, which there's absolutely no guarantee they're going to make. They still got to play Penn State, although they're looking very questionable right now. They still have to play Ohio State, and as bad as Ohio State looked. I have a feeling they're not going to look that bad against Michigan. Yeah, (laughs) probably not. (laughs) Now, now the other big story in this one was that pregame, Michigan State does this weird thing where they decide to walk across the field, arm in arm, sideline to sideline, 100 yards. So more yards than they gain in this game, which Mm -hmm. somebody from Michigan made sure to point out to them. (laughs) But while doing that, Michigan happens to be doing a little bit of warm-ups themselves. So uh, they're like Red rovering this thing. Decide not to really break the line. Michigan players take offense to it. The report from Michigan were that players were closed line and headphones were ripped off of people's heads. Yeah. None of these things happened. And later nope. on, Harbaugh, after the game, said that D'Antonio was five yards behind it, laughing at it.
1: <laughs> to which Dantonio, you know, well, Dantonio, first of all, was not laughing. He was, he was just dead-eyed smirking.
0: Yeah. uh, and uh, Dantonio said, uh, direct quote, "That's BS." And then the reporter asks, "It excuse me, you heard me? It's BS.' <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what happens after this? Well, then uh, Devin Bush then decides to go to Sparty's fifty, and with his cleats, to uh, de- try to deface the logo and kick up turf. Yeah. Just this is the most childish rivalry in all of college football. I mean, calling it big brother and little brother yeah, is now that's way too a apt. Fundamental
1: problem. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 exactly that. Two little siblings that won't shut the fuck up and stop fighting over the same stupid toy. Like it's fine. Just shut up. It's fine. No one cares. Yeah, it's it's so petty,
0: it's so stupid. Harbaugh saying it was Bush League and all that, but whatever I love Harbaugh calling something Bush League. Just- is lead, Exactly. He- He's the definition of it. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Not much to talk about here, but if you were wondering how Oklahoma was going to bounce back after losing to Texas, can TCU get back on track? The answer is no for TCU. Yes for Oklahoma. Fifty two twenty seven the final. I watched a decent amount of this one. Um yeah, Oklahoma played pissed. They played super pissed. They won another shot at Texas in the Big Twelve title game.
1: Yeah yeah um <laughs> at, at this point at this point it's pretty evident that the, the big 12 belongs to oklahoma i mean I, I understand that west virginia could could try to buy a position but i mean yeah. i don't really see i don't really see much else
0: I, and i don't do think texas can do it twice especially with ellinger uh having to recover from an injury on his throwing shoulder that's all kinds of scary right there now texas yeah. was uh it still has some games left to play. I think they're playing um if I remember right the big promo was are playing Oklahoma State. Not really expecting too much there, but uh, I think it's on the road. I have to double check. So, it'll be interesting. Anyway, Maybe. Big 12 is going to eat itself. That's that's basically your analysis there as far as the playoffs. Exactly it. <laughs> uh Colorado, uh they may need uh <laughs> without playmakers it's kind of hard to win. And Washington, it was, yeah. it was funny, even, even without their, their top playmaker and a shoe it's, uh, Chanel, Chanel. Chanel. I was like, why am I? I was thinking shoemate. I'm like, no, that's, Always, day yeah,
1: that's two weeks in a row. You thought shoemate <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: I haven't had enough caffeine and I should take more notes. Anyway, Washington, 27, <laughs> Colorado, 13. This game was actually much, much closer than the final score indicated because this came down to the wire, a very ballsy go for it. Fourth down call. And uh, Colorado forgot to cover the slant over the middle, <laughs> and it ended up being
1: a touchdown. And yeah. and and then that was basically all she wrote in that one. I mean, to to, to Colorado's credit, they were you know, they were given seventeen point spread somehow. With the fuck, they uh, covered. So, yeah, they covered. Yeah. I, and I fully expected that because Washington's Washington still. Let's let's not be let's not be too hasty, everybody. Yeah, one of the oh, few games know. I got wrong this week. Yeah, but you know, but exactly it with Colorado. I mean. <laughs> Imagine taking—I don't know, imagine taking Ian Book, uh, Dexter Williams, and Chase Claypool out of the game. You think Notre Dame's offense is going to be nearly as good as as it has been recently? No. So I mean, like you can see that Colorado struggled, but imagine that. But just basically taking the entire offense because Louis Chenault was their entire deal. Uh, he didn't play in this game, and they got caught. So I mean, it's a good good for them to staying in it, but yeah, tough yeah. loss. And again, Washington's got two
0: losses right here, so. um, They're they're basically they are also going to the Pac-12 100% is probably going to come out of this with the two loss champion. I I honestly see no way that this is not going to happen. And watch it be USC or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny because I really do think that uh, Washington, I have a feeling they're going to stay with two losses. Mm -hmm. I think they could beat Wazoo. I really do. And then that'll put them back in the driver's seat (laughs) in the Pac-12. So craziness, absolute craziness. Um. Penn State and Indiana. The only reason I'm mentioning this 33 to 28 victory for Penn State is um, Penn State is starting to look a little assy and uh, Indiana recovered an onside kick late. They were driving to try to win this
1: game. I saw that they didn't initially recover it, but then they, there was a there was a they, they caught the ball, uh, Penn State grabbed the ball before it did pass 10 yards. So that yep. was the <laughs> they had to re-kick and then Indiana got the ball and it was like, oh, fuck, they have 49 seconds left. Could they do it? No, no, they could not. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. It's like Indiana. It's it's like I'm sorry. It's like Penn State. The second there was a one in that right hand column, <laughs> they stopped caring. You know what I mean? Like they stopped playing as hard or stopped being as interested. And now, yeah, I mean, they already have two losses. This was gonna be a third. It was, uh, it was potentially a
0: third. Well, the third may be upcoming, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but they have to go play Iowa now. Iowa is looking really good. Awesome. Iowa, they looking really good. The Big Ten is so balls insane right now. I think Northwestern is actually at the top of the Eastern Division right now. (laughs) You mean the team that just beat Rutgers by three? Yes, that one. (laughs) (laughs) So everything is balls insane right now over in the the Pac-10, the Big Ten. Uh, I'm reverting back to the NCAA video game era when they only had 10 teams. Anyways, uh, yeah, Penn State is going to face a really good defense in Iowa. Iowa's actually found some kind of functional offense. And, man, I mean, the wheels, you could kind of see it look like it's going to be coming off. Now, if they do rally and beat Iowa, they can finish the season strong. But I don't think that's a guarantee right now. (laughs) No, not at all. All right. And everybody get ready to point and laugh because Southern Cal got just I was saying something stunk about this line. Utah being favored by a full touchdown didn't make sense to me. So take Utah on this one, 41 to 28. Get out of here. SC took a 14 to nothing lead in this one, people. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden Utah scored 17 unanswered and they and never, never looked retained. back. <laughs> they never looked back. So Utah, oof. There there is a decent chance. Uh, right now, that Helton is left on a tarmac before Notre Dame comes
1: into uh, town to play. Uh, uh, okay, so first of all, I, 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 I'm I'm not surprised that this happened this way because I mean it feels like Utah is not is on their own revenge tour. Maybe they should sell a <laughs> fucking shirt. You know the 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 week one. What? Oh, it's Utah. They look weird. I don't know if they're going to be any good this year. They're just coming around like, oh, really? Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, and basically just wiping the floor with every opponent that they run into in the Pac-12. But so it's it's for me Southern Cal like dude how are you gonna jump up fourteen nothing on the road and then just stop playing I mean they just stop playing they 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 tried they oh, tried they to quit keep it no up, Full but they quit. basically quit and it's essentially what I feel like is happening when you're looking at this Jarrett uh, what's his name the the J T Daniels kid um he's young but there's this there's this feel to it that it's almost like when things just stop going his way he's he, he He doesn't throw a tantrum, but his play becomes tantrumy it becomes erratic, it becomes you know like all of a sudden his 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 thought process is starting to become you know, a little bit more anxious. You could tell he's trying to force things, and it's more like, well, I wanted it to go my way. Why isn't it? Let me just try to force this to Amon Ra. And, oh, shit, they're covering him with three people.
0: Duh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, SC has no identity right now other than the fact that they really don't have one. They look like a mess. They have a lot of talented parts, but really nothing to speak of beyond that. And, you know, Utah has a good defense. Utah, for whatever reason, has SC's number two. Anytime they go on the road to Utah, they lose. Just flat out. That's what's been happening to them so far. Yep. All right. Well, we got one more game that we're going to talk about here. And this one, I did not put a little scoreboard thing up here for. Uh, However, what I did do is I did. Let's make this a little bigger. So what we're going to show and what we're going to narrate over to is the craziest ending I've seen all season. Yep. And this was Old Dominion beating poor Mike Sanford. He is having such a rough time in Western <laughs> poor Kentucky. Mike's super fired Sanford. Oh, yeah. He is so screwed. So he is so screwed. All right. So what we're going to show you is the tail end of the game here. And here is how Old Dominion lost to Western Kentucky.
1: Hand off to Appleberry. So, with so I'm the actually going to turn the Apple Apple
0: volume down here a little bit. Russa,
1: so they show, some,
0: they're showing some touchdowns Western at the, of the end of this game. Both teams end up scoring a touchdown to tie it up 34, all Western Kentucky got one and old dominion got one uh, soon after. So now you have barely any time left. And at the end of it now time runs out, but there's a roughing the passer call mm-hmm. field goal attempt. No good. It was well short. This thing was like a damn near 60-yard attempt. Mm -hmm. So, it's no good. Another flag. 12 men on the field. So, they get to kick again. Western Kentucky kicks short, but this time Old Dominion has a returner. They're trying to kick six it. Mm -hmm. Old Dominion damn near returns it for the kick six. They damn near have it. So, he is stopped around uh, just inside the red zone. However... He got tackled by his face mask because he went out of bounds. Yeah. So there is now an untimed down. Old Dominion is in field goal territory. Yep. Yeah. And they kick it. And uh, once the video gets to it, spoiler alert, Old Dominion
1: makes it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All of this happened. All three. So the two attempted field goals by Western Kentucky and the return and then the old dominion field goal all happened with zero seconds on the clock as they were all untimed three <laughs> untimed downs three.
0: It was insane. It was so weird. I so mean, weird. I mean, think about And Here's the crazy part. The craziest thing that I keep coming back to is maybe old dominion loses this game in overtime. If they don't rough the passer yep. and make Western Kentucky think they should kick a field goal. And yep. then put 12 men on the field yep. to say, hey, maybe
1: we should try to return this. This guy can't kick it that far. Yep. So they saw one example. First of all, think, think of the genius to in, in game. See that first kick and say, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> because it was it fell so short that they're like, yo, what if we put a return man in there? It's a black field. It's a black end zone. We're wearing black uniforms. They may not notice him. Just go. And then he's, did you see where the, where the return man was standing, by the way? He was standing just in front of the goalpost. As if to seem like he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see him at first until yeah. the announcer noticed that he was there. I I think it's ingenious by ODU to to notice that kind of shit and give themselves an opportunity. But my mind is still blown that none of
0: this happens without two boneheaded penalties by ODU. Yep. ODU fuck
1: quote unquote fuck themselves into position to win.
0: Like I don't even know how Mike Sanford goes up to the podium. Well, what do you say after a loss like that? you you, at that point it's 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 you just got to scott frosted yeah we suck next (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean just absolutely crazy absolutely insane uh man if that's not college football in a nutshell right there i don't know what else is so Mm. we're not here it is sunday morning we're awaiting uh some polls to come out which we think notre dame will rise And, of course, a lot of the prognostication is, you know, who the top four should be, of course, because we do this every week. And, you know, the no doubt Ohio State should be in there is now looking very silly. So we'll be a little silly for a little bit Mm. because Kirk Herbstreet, as the uh, the game was winding down on Ohio State, put up his top four. And he had LSU not only in his top four, but leapfrogging Notre Dame with one loss. Yeah. I tell you what, Shane. I don't know your feelings, but I just laughed. I'm like, that's so dumb.
1: Alabama and LSU are about to play. Why are you even doing this right now? It's mathematically stupid. He's only <laughs> doing it just to get people to, to to come. He's literally doing it to troll us. I mean, I and it's funny because he'd probably be the first to complain and be like, I'm not a troll, and trolls are bullshit. But like, that's just trolling. That's there's no logic. There's no math behind it. It's simply. It's simply just to get to, just to piss some people off for a week, because, you know, in two weeks from now, it's not going to be mathematically possible. So it's fucking stupid anyway. Plus, they already have a loss. Are you going to tell me that their one loss trumps Notre Dame's wins against Michigan, Stanford and Virginia Tech right now? I don't think so. Like, come on. And,
0: and that was actually the funniest part. And this was something Moons pointed out that um, he had Michigan just outside the top yeah. four. Notre Dame beat Michigan. So you're saying, because his argument was, LSU just keeps beating ranked teams, yet you have Michigan right there. But you
1: keep sliding Michigan up. <laughs> so therefore, our, our, our week one win becomes more and more valuable every fucking week.
0: It's, it's hilarious. And it, it is, like I said, I'm not rooting for Michigan. It is the silver lining of them continuing to win. It just makes Notre Dame look better. And, yep. I mean, the bottom line is that, All the Irish have to do is they need to just keep winning and it'll be fine. I'm really not worried about it, to be honest with you. But man, it's just, it it was funny to see that. I'm just like, this is, it's such a stupid exercise because he can do this for two weeks in a row. He Mm could totally do it. And he can say, well, Notre Dame, you know, they didn't move up in my rankings because all they did was beat Navy. And then he can go on the college football, um, you know, playoff show, which will happen before LSU and Alabama play again. So we're going to have to deal with an official ranking with this bullshit. I mean, I don't I don't think the playoff committee is going to leapfrog Notre Dame, but you never know. You really never know. And I guys, I don't care. I really don't. It's hard for me to get worked up
1: You should only care about one thing, and that's Notre Dame winning out. That's Absolutely.
0: It. Yeah. Um, well, you know, Father Soren saying that we shouldn't even care about the AP poll, but we need something to talk about. I mean, really, the biggest thing to talk about now is going into Navy, coming back out healthy. Mm-hmm. winning comfortably you know navy I, I said beat them by 50 and some of uh it was actually elvis like well, since when has a rivalry ever gone that way when does this game uh, ever happen 12? yeah <laughs> beyond i mean that wasn't we didn't beat him by 50 i don't think it was like 40 it was 52 to 10. oh close <laughs> we scored 50 uh yeah. but yeah i'm not no i'm not expecting uh i i do hope for it to be a blowout because um if you had listened to us you would have taken that free money with houston Gosh. um mm-hmm. because they look terrible. They just look god awful. So Notre Dame should be able to come at them, but this is literally their season right now. They're not going to a bowl game, nope. so that is what we're looking at right here. Is that Ken Niatomatalolo is going to try to play spoiler again?
1: Yeah, and the Irish was, can't let just, it happen. At this point, it should be a, it should be a career year for for Ken. It should be a look. I, you know, I did what I could, but until this point, like I should get another job somewhere else. I'm sorry, Arizona. I didn't mean it. <laughs>
0: Well, really, I mean, it God. got Arizona such a clusterfuck right now. Harvey. That's a whole other thing. I was like, maybe I'll watch this. I'm like, eh, I don't want to watch another crappy someone team play. I mean, heck, UCLA looks like they're coming around. Yeah, eh, we'll see. Add Tim Tebow to the list of dopes. So the thing Andy hasn't beat anyone of note. Okay, I got something to say about Tim Tebow, and this has nothing to do with his opinions or anything. So since I'm up early with the kids now, I have like the sports center on um right beforehand and they always check in with tim tebow for whatever reason really and when he does his analysis here hold on a second he always seems like he's got to scream every single opinion and every Mm. time he talks he sits here and makes sure i i don't know there's like 10 people behind me at this sec game day we're trying to make this special and important because everybody's in pullman right now but you know i'm on here i'm on sports center and i gotta yell my opinions and florida gators like
1: seriously that's what he fucking sounds like yeah it, it's also it's like and all right and so let's bring on a guest who happens to always be available and seems to never have a schedule conflict <laughs> Tim, tebow. <laughs> Tim tebow you're not working or doing anything important right the mets suck you're triple a you don't play football so well tell me what are your opinions on an actual good football team
0: <laughs> all right it's it's so i mean it it, it drives me insane that I'm, I'm like why are you screaming dude yeah, calm the fuck down. Yeah. Like, not only are your opinions garbage, <laughs> it, it, it's really hilarious as well. Is that um, he's basically the lead into Finebaum? Yeah, exactly. On that same he's show, just, he's the lead the in the Finebaum. Oh, <sighs> uh, it, it's funny. It's hilarious. It cracks me up. But yeah, I'm not worried about what Tim, Tim Tebow has to say. I'm not really no, worried about know. what anybody else has to say. Quite honestly, because. It really just, it doesn't matter right now. I can't be not upset about it. I can't be too worked up about it. It's dumb. It gives us something to talk about. Yes, Dino, Tim is a terrible broadcaster, but yeah, I mean, it's just pretty bad at his job. I got not to it's weird. All Notre Dame has to keep doing is keep winning. And eventually they're going to look at it because when you have such a front loaded schedule and you do end up knocking out ranked opponents quickly, mm-hmm. they end up rising up after a while. Yeah. And that's really what I'm looking for is they're they're going to rise up and they're just going to keep rising in the rankings. And that's all you can do. That's all you can hope for. You know, Virginia Tech, I think, may come close to ending the season rank. It wasn't on the list, but
1: Vanderbilt damn near upset Kentucky. So yeah, it just kind of sucks. Everyone was, was too focused on, uh, on the Big Ten to notice what happened to Kentucky's ass.
0: Yeah, Kentucky barely wins that one. Uh, if If they don't have a stud like Snell, they lose it. By yep. far, but then again, if they don't have a stud like him, they're not even ranked. Nope. So there's lots more football to be played, and, yep. and right now all the focus has got to be on just Notre Dame winning. Just, yes, just win. that's all they can do.
1: That's all they have to do. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, you'd rather watch us. I'm glad we could trip over the low bar, Dino, that you would rather watch us over Tim Tebow.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're really happy to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure we're not as pretty, but it's fine.
0: Yeah. All right, folks. Well, it's been fun. Thank you so much for joining us live here on this early morning and on a bye week no less. I was really wondering what the audience was going to look like. Very, very active. So I definitely highly appreciate it. Both Shane and I do. Hope everybody enjoyed their cheeseburgers. Hope everybody enjoys going up into the rankings. And folks, with that said, (coughs) that's going to do it for us after I Mm -hmm. call So make sure that you join us over every week god wednesday we will be back with picks, and of course the ncaa sims return 9:30 p.m central for both of those thank you for the cheeseburger in paradise <laughs> thank you for the cheeseburger paradise cheer uh all right yeah her little sons dot oh, tv slash it's a tv slash little sons whatever finance her little sons i'm done y'all have a good one <laughs>